welcome, welcome back to the regular regular podcast. Yay. <laughs> thank you for coming back. Thank you, God. Thank you, because this is a lot of work. I didn't expect this to be a lot of work. Um, oh my God! No, you're... <laughs> Look. I was like, oh, we just get on the mic and talk. Oh, well, it's it's a lot of no. But even before we just started talking, we did. We had what an hour. But this is Maya. If you can hear my voice, this is Maya on the ones and twos. Is that what they say? Is that what DJ? Yeah, I thought you were gonna say like on the smooth mic or something. This I, I, I don't Maya know. I would smooth uh, R and B summer. Okay. I don't know what is this. It, it got weird. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm stop. I'm stop. I felt it in my back. See, see, ooh, uh, the ASMR. See, I'm ready for it. Me and Cardi gonna do a whole ASMR YouTube. Oh yeah, introduce yourself. Uh, Who are you again? Did you say Val? That's Valerie. Oh, my name. We're just clarifying. Yes, yes my, I thought you meant like what we did in the first. I was like, Val. No. <laughs> yeah, this is Valerie. Maya, and that's Val, and we are. Too tired as hell, <laughs> but extraordinary black girls trying to live regular, regular lives in this trash ass world. And we're gonna talk about it on the regular, regular podcast. Thank y'all for coming back. Thank you for listening to episode number one. Pure yes, you yes, are officially. Yes. You're a real uh, one. We're gonna have to like. I know we're not important enough to officially name fans. Not at all. We should like. What would we call them? Like. Like the trash well, can. I'm I'm a I'm a that that is disrespectful. <laughs> Yo, I think it's that, cute. I don't know. I was even gonna say like I wouldn't say fans. I would wait until like episode 475. Okay, like did you? You're, you're right. You're right. I think you be. I just <laughs> because now the second episode they may be like, oh, this yeah. is dumb. We're not listening. To this. I, you know, y'all had something oh. and then y'all lost it. <laughs> well, we appreciate y'all for. Sticking with us to episode number two, it will get better, hopefully, as we do things and whatever, whatever, whatever. I just, (laughs) we got fans. Uh, So just to let you guys know, if you're listening to this, we are on multiple platforms now. Look at us, big business and all that type of thing. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Anchor, which is where we distribute from, and Breaker. So I'm sure other ones, they're still rolling out the distribution of this. So listen to us on there. Listen to us multiple places so then we get more counts and then we move up the ranks because you got to type in the whole name in order to pull up our podcast. You can't just like read. No, 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 no. You got to type in regular, regular podcast. <laughs> and then the I think thing. you got to scroll the a little thing. bit. No, like, like, like a pimp named Slickback. You got to say the whole word. You got to the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also have an Instagram, uh, which is monitored by our lovely uh, host over there, Val. A regular, regular podcast. Again, you got to type the whole thing. Regular, (laughs) regular podcast. One word to pull it up. Uh, But follow us on there if you have Instagram and you actually use it. Uh, Yeah. Unlike me, I probably should unfollow us. (laughs) And then we also have a Gmail account, uh, an email. Please email us at regularregularpod at gmail.com. Regularregularpod at gmail.com. 
uh, send us your questions, follow us, and we may read things that you send to us out loud on a Val thing. No, I will decide <laughs> if you're nice to us. I don't, we have to come up with segments, things that people want to write in. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it. I don't know. <laughs> we read enough emails all day. It's oh, yeah. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. How are you doing? I haven't really talked to you in the last two weeks. Since yeah, we no, I'm, I know, right? Uh, no, we're, I am doing good. Today was a good day for me. Not much happened, which is why it was a good day for me. Ooh, that that sounds awesome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I really want a cupcake right now, but I don't have any. <laughs> so I'm a little sad. You, but apart from that, I can't, I'm blessed. I can't complain. You need to get invested in uh, those, uh, what are they called? The instant mug cake mixes, bro. Oh, mm, that, that looks like it's going to be some kind of uh, ad in the future. I'm like, so if you ever. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever eaten an instant mug cake from Betty Crocker? Please call. <laughs> Please call Please our call. law firm. We this will get you your settlement <laughs> before you die. Before you die. Before you are six feet under. We will make exactly. sure that. Exactly. I'll be there like. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Just because I wanted a damn cupcake. I probably will still be eating it. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. As I see the commercial, I'm probably eating the cupcake. I'm like, yeah. I, mean, I think we should stop. But oh I'll probably God. finish it and then call the, the, the law firm. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to die anyway. Might as well. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, that's what I say anyway. I'm like, look, oh, why, why deprive yourself of pure joy and happiness when you know me and god we straight like he i'm ready when he ready let me know bro me and the lord gotta talk we gotta figure things out we're like you know like an old couple like we're exes but like every once in a while we hit each other up and just like you good like i just want to make sure (laughs) like yeah i'm good thanks for checking on me we on holiday texas those sorts of things i mean he's my homie just just sometimes I'd be like, Lord, I just, I'm tired. <laughs> he may not look. We, he and I are on a uh, first name basis. So I, I talk call and talk to him every day. And I'm sure. just like, look, what I'm not going to do is this. So I need you and I to figure out what the best route there is. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. But how was your day? My day was productive. Like I got work done. But my last few, two weeks, were interesting let me tell you so i started my new job woo, woo, woo. thank god thank god look i will say i know the lord because he has brought me out the flames out of the flames <laughs> okay but um so i started my new job last week was it last week sometime i don't know they all blur together and my old boss decided that because i still work in the same company he decided he was going to make me do a presentation to our VP at my old job from a department I no longer work in. Hmm. My paychecks don't come from nobody's cost center hmm. over there. I mean, I did steal a couple of supplies, but like beyond <laughs> that, I don't owe them nothing, right? Is it 
is this stealing if it's still within the same organization? I, to me, as long as it's in the same operating company, it's, it, we good, right? We're good. Like, like, cause like I could leave and it'd still be there. You could just come get it. Exactly. Honestly, if somebody ran up on company. me and was like, you took that staple, I'd be like, oh, y'all can have it back. Like, you know? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But he decided because of how his words, not mine, how, mm-hmm. uh, awesome I was at my job previously he wanted me to continue on to work on a strategic presentation to give to my VP with only a week's notice that's and, not how that works and the whole other thing was he didn't even ask me little old me oh. he oh. went to my boss my new oh. boss and told her it was just like a formality like it was just you know it's ready it's done it's you know she's just got to present she's just got to go to the thing and present and all I the flames that came out of my eyeballs when I saw the <laughs> note where he's just like hey you're presenting on Monday and just send me your last drafted I was like what the bitch who the fuck <laughs> I for real, I for real looks at my email and said, are you motherfucking serious? And I went to his office and I literally looked him dead in his eye and was just like, you were wrong as hell for this. Mm. <laughs> like went off on him in the most HR appropriate way. It was mm-hmm. bad. It was so bad. And I didn't do it. I did not do yeah, it. Yeah. I went to my boss. I told her that shit not happening. Like, that's not the words I used, but that's definitely what I told her. And we had a whole come to Jesus moment where I went clean off on him on a call. Like, wrote a whole list of just reasons why I shouldn't have to do this damn thing. And it was just ridiculous. It pissed me off so bad. Because in my new job, I already started doing fucking work. It wasn't like mm-hmm. I was just going over there like, let me set up my laptop. Let me get the proof. Where's that? I know, like, your girl got her laptop for work, and they was like, okay, bitch, <laughs> get to working. Like, we ain't paying you <laughs> to sit there. I was, I was for real doing work. I had sent out, like, approvals and all types of stuff. So the audacity of you to fucking get on the horn and start telling niggas who was going to do shit for you, bitch, you do not know. Oof. I called Brian that day. Because he was still in town. Mm-hmm. And I told Brian, uh, we may have to run up on somebody. We may have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what I would like to do, if you don't mind, uh, mm-hmm. me taking this five minutes, I would like to give a PSA to John. So um, I don't know what his name is, but we're going to call we, him John. We're going to call uh, him John. I'm assuming he's a white man. So <laughs> just, I'm just going to call him John. Um, John, fuck you. That's, that's as far as that goes. How dare you? Like, that's not how that works. You can't one go to my boss and tell her some, and then come to me and tell me something else and expect me to do work. I'm not on your team anymore. Figure that shit out on your own. Like, I did not have a good time while I was on your team. You're not a great manager. And then I leave off your team and you still want to give me help? The fuck I look like? So, John, two fingers up. <laughs> and what? You know. What what blew my mind was one of the first things that I had a conversation with him when he first got on our team was, I don't play that mess. Like, I'm going to come to you 
and I'm going to make sure that you look good in everything that I do as my manager. Like, if you look good, I look good. If you eat, right. I eat. Because, I, I, you know, ain't no point in hating you for no reason. But also, when you're doing dumb shit, I'm going to come in your office and call you out. So for him to think, because I done left and he got my manager involved, I wasn't going to walk my happy ass down there and cuss him out in the most HR-appropriate way? Sir, sir, mm. sir, don't try mm. me. Mm. Do not try okay. me. Speak to you. <laughs> especially so, my- that thing bothers me, especially like the work that I do. I'm like, yo, like it doesn't take much to be a good manager, be a no. good person, and then treat the person like you want to be treated. Why would you think that that was okay? And then for him to have sent you that email talking about do that, I'm do sorry. It. I like, did you miss to send that to somebody else? <laughs> was that email meant for Hannah? Like, what caught him up was I had an email that I wrote to him saying, you need to reschedule this for the new person who is going to take over my job because they're not going to be prepared. And that was two weeks before I even left. So I was sitting Mm. there just like, you can't, like, I think what I tell Brian, I said, if you want to be childish, baby, let's go to the playground. Like, let's go. Cause I'm ready. Like I, let's go. I am ready. Monkey bars. Monkey yep, bars. Seesaws, bitch. Let's go. Okay. I, I love the slide, ho. I got you. I, I got you. This <laughs> Don't make me pull out this rope. Pull up. <laughs> like, come on. Double dutching all of me. Fortunately, I didn't do it. It's done. But like he tried it really bad and it really just left a very bad taste in my mouth for my last position. So I'm extremely happy that I have left. And again, you know, me and Jesus, sometimes, you know, we be missing each other's calls with them, the moments right there that Jesus be like, girl, you don't even got to Don't call me back. I don't know. Really <laughs> <I'm back>. I'm- laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. But outside of that, my new job is pretty cool. I'm still trying to fill out my new manager, but I honestly don't care. Like, look, don't yell at me. Don't make me do dumb things. We're good. Yo, Uh, you was for real as an abuser. (laughs) It was. No, I meant to bring this up. One of the things on Twitter, uh, I was following somebody and somebody wrote, if you consider your job is a relationship, a lot of us are in abusive relationships. And I was like, oh, yeah, bitch, I need to call, oh, yeah. like, I need to call the domestic hotline because I am being <laughs> dragged. Like, who is the police? Like, please. <laughs> and then it didn't, oh, and what didn't help was somebody tried to break into my car. Like, the Monday that he sent. Like, on campus? No. In my house. <laughs> we got oh. a string of robberies over here. People are breaking in. Oh, you get it. It's the hood. It's the hood Oh, now. my God. The ghetto. <laughs> it's the hood now. It's the Yo, you're not even in Memphis. No. you like on the outskirts of Memphis. I do not know. Wait. Sorry to cut you off. How did you know somebody was trying to break in? So my dad has those ring systems. Those. Mm-hmm. Those. And I mean, I have an ethical concern about them. Big Brother is always watching and it bothers me. (laughs) (laughs) Especially because I like to sit in my car and talk shit sometimes. So every once in a while. It sounds like you got stuff to hide. (laughs) It it ain't hiding. It's just privacy. I'm a private girl. 
but like uh, a personal issue. so what was crazy was my dad was out of town at the time and mm-hmm. so he sends us like a text at two in the morning like call me when mm-hmm. you guys wake up and he's just like so somebody tried to break into maya's car while y'all were asleep i was like what the fuck <laughs> and it's like a clear shot video of somebody walking out yeah. of our driveway so mm-hmm. it's like it shook my mom it shook yeah it shook me in like a different way than it did my mom. My mom's just like, oh, we got to lock everything and make sure you don't leave nothing. Like, take your umbrella out the car because they make sure to steal that. I was like, we ain't got crackheads. These niggas won't change. <laughs> but like, it bothered me in the sense of like, yo, I just want to park my car and go in my house and go to sleep. So why are y'all even wasting time? Like, yeah. is it worth it? And I know it's probably some little knucklehead teenager or 20 year old doing something stupid and now he's on all these tapes he might be probably is older because he's like been robbing a bunch of places over here really so yeah it ain't safe girl like you wow they're robbing all (laughs) (laughs) no that's really sad that is over there like that was like the safe the safe i mean it's like super sad but i remember when we were in college and we went to the mall and it was just like kind of getting like it was was a couple of stores closing yeah i remember (laughs) us saying like oh i think yeah i think we yeah it's not getting enough yeah Ooh, oh lord the ghetto oh god we're gonna take a short break and we will come back with blink twice news welcome back thank you for coming back we are going to hop into our new segment called Blink Twice, Think Twice. You, your brain can't keep up. What did you call it? <laughs> Blink Twice. Yeah, that. What? Yeah. Well, we are going to talk about global news or news that impacts us. The first thing that I wanted to go through was uh, the abortion ban has been banned or is being banned or some legal term. Uh, about abortions not or the ban let let me click let me just read what i have the aclu reported on tuesday october 29th which is today uh that we're recording it that a federal judge ruled that the infamous alabama abortion bill which was signed by the alabama's governor in may and considered the strictest in the country will not go into effect so the bill is supposed to take was supposed to take effect uh november 15th but with this ruling it's now temporarily blocked and this bill as well as numerous other abortion bills will be abortion banning bills will be blocked as a result of this judge ruling so they were just talking about it it's probably going to be a big thing tomorrow or hopefully i think it's really important we talk about this because this is impacting a lot of southern states as well as a lot of states with a lot of minority women and it's better to have the safety of a medical facility assisting in these sorts of procedures whether you agree or not agree it's just it's not your I just don't think it's your place to tell somebody to deal with their body to what to do but anyway if enforced the bill would have criminalized 
or would criminalize providing an abortion at any stage during the pregnancy. And it threatens doctors with prison sentences up to 99 years. And it provides no exception to rape or incest victims, but will allow the procedure in the cases where a patient's life is at risk. So make sure that you're following up on this case. I think this is going to be a big one of a lot of the people who wrote the bills for their states, a lot of the right-leaning governors and senators and all those sorts of of nice people, sure, are trying to get this taken to the Supreme Court where they're going to challenge Roe versus Wade. So just keep that in the back of your mind and really just follow this story as it develops more. Next, Chile is actually, uh, has a lot of protests going on over fare increases. So recently, a 4% fare increase on the price of mass transportation, which is the equivalent of about four cents here in the States, uh, ignited mass protests within Chile. Students in Santiago called for a widespread fare invasion on social media using the hashtag Invasion Massiva. Uh, The protest took a turn from hopping turnstiles to riots and torching 22 metro stations. So a lot of people are thinking that this is a result of the large wealth gap that exists in Chile, where 50% of the Chilean workers earn less than 400,000 pesos, which is roughly about $550 a month, compared to the richest 1% of the population, which earns 33% of the nation's wealth. So I thought it was really important international news. There are a lot of protests going around. I know there's one in Haiti to get rid of their president. There's also obviously the protests in Hong Kong for issues with the government. I know the NBA kind of got a little dicey in there. LeBron said some things. I don't, I'm not a sports girl, but you know. So make sure that you're keeping up with those protests and the things that are occurring internationally because they could impact what is going on here in the States, but also just, you know, making sure that you understand what's going on with our brothers and sisters around the world. And lastly, I wanted to bring this up. Again, I'm not a sports girl, but I've always been intrigued by this conversation. The NCAA recently announced, or they voted unanimously, that college athletes, they are approving college athletes to make money off of their names, image, and likenesses. So them college athletes about to make that money, yeah. girl. They about That's to good. pop it. So all you girls, they know more. Them, <laughs> them football players, that basketball player that you wasn't sure, girl, you may want to stick around. Or guys, or whatever, gender non-exclusive. You know, we yeah. don't hate a come up. But anyway, going back to series. If they don't get off the bench, the coach don't know. Look, I look. But you got to believe, girl. Right. What you doing? You wasn't going to class? No way. Support your man. <laughs> Support. No, but that is great news. And honestly, I know when I was um, when I was an undergrad, I, I thought the athletes actually did get paid. I'm trying to figure out, like, that doesn't even make sense because these athletes, some of them may come from the best family, some of them may not, but some of them are dependent on these scholarships and some mm-hmm. of them go into these sports areas to blow up and get their families out of whatever situation that they're yep. in. So it doesn't make sense that they get, you know, they, they, they get these scholarships, they have these injuries, 
they go through all of these things. Sometimes yep. their grades lack because they got to go to practice yep. and all of that good stuff, the stress of just being a college student in general. Uh, and y'all not paying them for that? I went to college and I didn't get paid and I did not have any, uh, you know, athletic scholarships or anything like that. But if I did and I wasn't getting paid, I'd be pissed. Like, I'm putting in all this energy, all this work. I may not even go pro mm-hmm. and I ain't getting none for this. I think the biggest issue with that is not just about like them not getting paid, but then the school making so much money off right. of their hard work. And especially, let's just be keep it real. Jamel Hill said it best: like black students really are running their sports mm-hmm. section within the schools. They're really funding a lot of these schools. So I right. thought this was really important because. I think this is going to change the game. I think there's going to be a lot of pros and cons. Uh, One of the things that I thought about was like, and I don't necessarily fully agree with this, but the financial literacy that exists within like the black community Mm. as a whole, as well as just like how we approach sports. Like a lot of, a lot of pros teams, they force their players to actually go through a financial literacy program because of how poorly a lot of athletes deal with their money changes that come through this. So I'm very interested on how these divisions are going to set up programs centered around these students, because that's Mm -hmm. a lot of pressure. Think about it. Like it's a lot of pressure being a college athlete because you're having to think four years in advance. Right. Right. Like I have to at least, or at least I think LeBron sat in college for like, like a hot butter second. So he went, he did his little time, and then he was pro after that. But, you know, you at least are forced to a lot of the divisions or a lot of the sports. I don't do sports. Val's our sports gal. But a lot of these programs, they at least make you go to school, make you take that time, get your education. And now you're about to go to school and literally you're about to make money off going to school. How Mm -hmm. do we prep our kids for that? How do we prepare? How do we keep a balance? Like, now I can have a baby in, in 18 years. I could be living off their likeness off of that. Like, how do we have that, keep it funky and make sure that people are being mindful of that and the wellness of the student as a whole? Because a lot of these students don't go pro. A lot of them don't yeah. end up yeah. doing anything with sports after that time in college. So I think it's really, really important that they take a look at the NCAA actually said that they're pushing, uh, let me read this, board members said in a release Tuesday that all changes should make sure that student athletes have the same opportunities to make money as all other students, which is, I thought was an interesting point because I didn't make no money in college. Did you? Like, yeah. like you had to, no. you know, you working at Aeropostale. you working at on-campus starbucks like what are you talking about like we're not making money money Um, oh no no we are not making money money no just enough to like go to walmart and get some groceries okay barely ramen noodles we were sharing like a whole pack like we was gathering (laughs) money together i remember i had a costco card and we would gather our money together to go to costco and buy like one frozen pack of like them huge quantity costco things child okay so I, uh, that phrasing right there is somebody who deals with like legal documents and things. That's an interesting phrasing for them to say to maintain the priorities of their education and the collegiate experience and ensure that rules are transparent, focused, and enforceable. 
and do not create a competitive imbalance. The board wants each division to implement new rules by January 2021. I think that that's a very, uh, that's going to be hard to get everything done in a year. I just can't imagine. Again, as somebody who works in like legal spaces and deals with contracts and making sure things are enforced, like you're literally, ooh, I don't know. But good luck to all of our college athletes who may be listening and who are not listening. Uh, just keep your head on straight. Like make sure you have good people around you because I think that's a really important part. You know, don't, I love our, our first daughters, you know, the Obama, Obese girls but don't have friends who aren't gonna support you like some of our girls <laughs> you know so so like oh be mindful <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> my brain works that way but like be mindful of the folks that you're hanging out with think about all the things that you're going to be working towards and make sure it fits into what you want to do and not the money or the fame or the status or the shit that happens because we know way too many athletes who got busted knees and they send in somebody's uh, apartment or doing some, what what's that college that Lil Romeo did the commercial for? IED college. <laughs> or something, something Next. Like that. We're done. We're done. We're done. Uh, uh, that's it for the news segment of Blink, 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 Blink. Blink three times and you're done. That segment. <laughs> now, do you have a Black history fact for um, So this is going to be a random segment that we have every now and then. Uh, it's going to be called Black Coasters. So honestly, just talking about Black history facts, people in, in the Black community that have done great things, are doing great things, are on the path of doing great things. So it's very timely. Um, I just kind of want to big up um, Elijah Cummings. Um, who did pass away October 19th, but if you are not aware of who this individual is, he was an American politician and civil rights advocate who served in the United States House of uh, Rep for Maryland 7th Congressional District. Um, he has a lot of great history behind him. One of the most popular ones that a lot of folks talk about even on the news was that when he was 11, him and a couple friends were to um, to integrate a segregated swimming pool in, in South Baltimore. So he started it at an early age. He continued, you know, that throughout his whole life career. He has a lot of great accomplishments. And this is a name that honestly I wasn't too familiar of until his death. And that was like, you know, my lack of knowledge. But I think it is very important for us to, you know, not only recognize folks when they pass but why they're still alive, but also know our history, you know, that, that really helps us and guides us as we move forward in life and figure out who we are, not just as individual people, but also as a, as a community as a whole. So, uh, Mr. Elijah Cummings, we appreciate you. Thank you for all of your work. And, uh, you know, hope you're having fun up there. Yeah, the son of sharecroppers. And I think it's really good to, you know, think about him and all the hard work he's done here on earth and hopefully making room for folks uh, in heaven. So thank you. We'll be back. We're going to take a short break. Awesome. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. So now we are getting to our parking lot conversations where we just, you know, kind of, you know, we have a topic. 
so how we are kind of framing this podcast and this might change so you know don't keep me accountable to this but for now how we're framing the podcast is that we're kind of going to go in like series so uh this series like the relationship series where we're going to talk about relationships from from you know just the gamut the whole spectrum and we are continuing the conversation from last time last episode that Maya read by Shan Booty if you don't know go go listen to that podcast it's a really good one so this is going to be a continuation of it where we're going to talk about the seven things to avoid uh, when you first get in a relationship. I saw an article online and I was just reading about, you know, kind of what the author identified to be the seven different things that you should avoid. You know, when you're How did you bump into so, this article? Sorry to interrupt. How did you bump into this? I, I honestly just, uh, I don't know what I was doing. For a bitch, for a bitch who's in a relationship, you're reading way too many relationship things. Look, so and you know what's funny? Because I probably got it off of like LinkedIn or something. LinkedIn. Okay, hold on. Sidebar conversation. Pull the parking lot over to the other parking lot. Why? Why is LinkedIn nasty? Like it's too many nasty folks on LinkedIn. I've heard too too many people hopping people's DMs trying to like get a resume looked at and some booty like what's going on linkedin is i feel like the professional facebook <laughs> it's gross so you get random people liking and adding you that you ain't never met and you're just like uh search for who are you it's too many like people putting personal things on linkedin like sir i am here to find a job i do not care mm-hmm. about this article about your dog doing this, like it, it's weird. It's really weird to me how people. To be honest with you, LinkedIn is like it's honestly my favorite. Why? I call it social media, but it is, it is social media. media. I get not only do I get news, I get industry updates, and then I get like a little bit of trash every now and then. It, it <laughs> so definitely me, has trash. Like, right, it's like my shade room, but like with a suit. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's the shade room dressed up. It's the shade room That's going really to an interview. It's a messy shade. It's the shade room trying to get like a manager job at McDonald's. So like they gotta wear like a nice bow tie, but like still they still just be in this. It's really bad. If you have a LinkedIn and you're going on there searching for some booty or trying to go off. Please just stop. One of the people I follow on LinkedIn, like he puts up his own memes that he is the center of his own memes. So it's pictures he <laughs> took of himself. And then he puts like the words over it and it's like, it's cool being professional. Like it's so weird. Okay, I'm sorry. I just needed to have that. Like, uh, I just, I want people to not do that. I'm here to get a job or update y'all that I got a job. That's it. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, no, to answer your question, I feel like I probably got it off of there. I don't remember, but I just want to talk to you because I want to know, and, and we, we can run, we probably will run down through what like the seven things are, but yeah. I, I want to know if you agree with the seven things. So, uh, for since this is a new podcast, Spoiler I am alert, in a relationship. I. <laughs> I am in a relationship, and so if you hear the name Sam, that's who she's talking about. He is oh, yeah. my partner. And then Maya is, I know. She's Maya very is single. single. Let me clarify that. Very single and um, open for payment to be somebody's girlfriend. Payment. Okay. <laughs> payment. 
right. I, like, you know, no. I don't discriminate. No, no shut up. I listen, 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 listen. If you would like a girlfriend experience and have at least a thousand dollars of disposable income, I may be of interest. So let's let's take this let's take this offline because they have websites for this. So you and I could talk about that. That could be your security. Uh, but let's park that in the parking sure. lot. We'll talk. They'll send it yeah. to our Gmail. Yeah. Regular we'll, regular we'll, pod. Thank you. Hey, you we'll gotta send a, a screenshot of your bank account. Okay. Next. Wow. Okay, that <laughs> might be illegal, but uh, okay. So on, on the seven topics, because you read the article. So I want to know, you know, from like, I, I have the relationship perspective, you have the single perspective, like, do you agree with, you know, kind of like what should happen when you first get into a relationship? And then maybe let's talk about uh, some of our relationship woes, because I know we've had some and really understand what we've learned from each one of those. So I read the article and so it breaks down, it starts off by talking about how, there are certain things that you don't want to talk about in your first year of your relationship. And then it breaks down the seven main things that you want to stay away from as far as a conversation. So the very first one was your partner's relationship history, where they talked about how you're not supposed to discuss like their previous dating history. And that, I somewhat agree with that. Because, and one of the main points that they were talking about was how you don't want to basically bring the baggage from previous relationships into your current relationship, which I totally get in like, as somebody who has been both a bag lady, as well as, you know, (laughs) you know, somebody who has taken the bags to the room for people, I get it. You know, I get the premise of wanting to leave things in the past. Like you have to. You have to have a do your due diligence to leave things in the past. But I also think that it's important for you to be able to talk about the things that you learned from previous relationships. So like, yeah, I don't want to hear about Stacy and how Stacy used to cook your cheese eggs. Like, I don't care. But if you learn from that experience with Stacy that you really like your love language is somebody cooking for you. Then like, okay, we can have that conversation. Like in our previous relationship, I really enjoyed like cooking and having that experience. But like, you were like, well, Stacy, she used to put white pepper on my cheese eggs. And, you know, she used to give Vermont cheese instead of like that old ass processed shit. I don't care. Like, who cares? <laughs> no, and, and I would agree with you on that because... I am an avid fan and watcher of uh, Judge Luce Toler Divorce Court. Oh, Ooh, Lord. If you have ever thought that your relationship was shit, just watch that show. Like, watch at least two episodes. You'll be like, oh, hi, this, this little dude ain't that bad. No. Uh, so, and it's funny because Judge Luce Toler always, she always says the same thing with either a female or a male, whenever they have either trust issues or anything like that, you're bringing the baggage from your yep. old relationship into your new relationship and you need to keep that with the old relationship. But I kind of disagree with the timing of it. I feel like if you are introspective and you know yourself well enough, um, you know, and if you've learned something from this old relationship or something happened that may cause certain things in like your behavior, then I do think that that's something that you should be upfront with. Because for example, when me and Sam got together, 
Like, even to this day, I don't know any of his previous exes except for one individual. Yeah. And that's only because something um, something traumatic, I guess you can say, happened within that relationship. So I, I know, I, I knew that because he and I started as friends. So I knew that from the jump. But I would only frame it in that aspect. And there's something about you that either allows you to have trust issues or you've been abused in the past or anything like that. That would be something that I don't want to let this person know up front because I know what I want. And if you can, you know, meet that, then, you know, I'm not about to waste my time. But then I also do think that, that there's some things that, you know, you don't, like you said, cheese eggs, trying to make all that. You don't need to bring that up. There's no reason for you to bring your old relationship into your new relationship. You ended that so, so dead that. I totally agree. I think the reason why this was on the list is probably because people have a poor time distinguishing when they're sharing lessons and communicating needs versus Mm. comparing folks from one to the other because that happens and especially early on in relationships I think people are so get really afraid of being vulnerable and being able to just like admit when it's about them that they Mm -hmm. like to bring in other people to make it about those people so I had somebody recently they like we were like two conversations in not even talking we two phone call conversations just like well I had an ex and they were shitty and we went through a lot and I'm like wow I um I don't care I don't know your last name uh sir I we can whoa puppy breaks but like I but it becomes I think the problem with that when you're sharing too much it becomes overwhelming for the person that you are having a conversation with because you're thinking like, mm-hmm. now I got to give a fuck about Stacy and these cheese eggs. And now, <laughs> now a girl got to go all the way to Kroger's or, or Whole Foods to get, you know, nice, fine graded white pepper. That's a lot of stress when you're trying to establish something new with somebody. Else. So. Right. Right. No, I, I agree. So was there anything, cause I, I don't think we need to like actually call out what all seven are. Uh, if you guys want to read the article, it's from romper.com. And we'll uh, have the link called, to all of the articles yeah. that we discussed in the bottom. Yeah. I didn't and do that last time. Just, I'll make sure to do it this time. <laughs> <laughs> the title is just seven topics to avoid in the first year of a relationship. But was there something in the article that you disagreed with? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me. Oh, girl. Uh, <laughs> actually, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Something that I disagree with the article, I actually somewhat disagreed with two things, with the past intimate relationships and the difficult family Mm. situation. So the past intimate relationships, just forewarning, like I'm weird and I like weird conversation. So like you'll get more understanding of that as I move forward. But as we do more podcasts, but like as a wannabe sexologist, like somebody who loves to study sex from a like educational standpoint, I thought it was really interesting for them to say like the intimate relationships and like those sorts of things uh, that we don't uh, that you shouldn't share too early. And I totally get like you don't want to go like out the gate like oh so like I had you know, freak girl over here and freak guy over here. But I do think that people avoid talking about sex and intimacy because they're not the same. They avoid talking about it because of this like weird discomfort that we have around the subject. I think a Mm -hmm. lot more people should discuss 
like intimate moments and things that are they consider intimate and sometimes that is having those deeper conversations about like your intimate history and particularly because I'm somebody who advocates for people being you know aware about their status and being comfortable with whatever their status is and their health and their sexual health I think it's really important that people should have those conversations and especially because sex makes people incompatible. Like if you guys aren't Mm -hmm. on the same page, if you have a pillow princess compared to like somebody who likes to be hung, strung up by their ankles, like those are two totally different things. And y'all have to have that conversation early on, especially if you plan on being intimate early into a relationship. And then the other one that I disagreed with was the difficult family situations. Mm -hmm. And I think it's obviously... It's a time and a place and it's a maturity and having like an emotional intelligence about you to know when to like have these conversations. But I, as a family oriented person, my family comes first. So like sometimes my family is extremely difficult and sometimes that becomes a big part of my world for that time. And while I totally don't think that I should go in first date, so I'm like, well, let me tell you about how my daddy don't like my mama and how my grandma keeps fighting with my great aunt and all these sorts of things. I do think that like, for me, I'm a package. I come with family. I come with a mom and a dad and grandparents and dogs and all those sorts of things. And those impact my day a lot more than a lot of other things. So I don't necessarily agree that you shouldn't feel comfortable talking about like difficult family situations, especially if it could potentially impact your relationship. If like, if a lot of your time is about to be spent trying to take care of family members, then I think it's fair enough to tell someone as well as I, as the recipient needs to be able to say, oh, that's not going to work for me. I need somebody who's going to be available for me or like being able to set boundaries with that. No, what about you? I, I agreed with you to the point of because I actually agree with the article of don't share difficult family situations up front. And I, and I honestly think it's personality based. Yeah. There are some people like you who, you know, super close to your family. So this is like a primary part of you. And then there's some that may be, you know, they still may be close, but this isn't something that they want to share to, you know, talk about the world of their family. But I also think it's kind of two-pronged, it's your personality, but then it's also, and you hit on, this is when I started agreeing with you. You talked about if it affects the relationship. So if you are a baby father and you got a kid that you got to pick up every now and then that I need to know that, and if you got a difficult baby mama, um, mm-hmm. that she kind of gives you stress, then that's something that I need to know. And that's when we open that communication because I want to make sure that there's good enough communication that if I don't hear from you or if you and I can't hang out on certain days, I understand that you got real responsibilities and I'm like, I'm not thinking that you're ghosting on me. But also like if you, you know, if you got to take care of a family member, you got to go to the home and take care of your sick you know, yeah. grandparents, something like that. Like these are things that I think if you do believe that it may impact relationship because the girl or the guy or whoever may feel like you're not being attentive or you're not paying attention or you're always disappearing, then that's information that you need to share up front to just be like, hey, look, this bitch is crazy. (laughs) And I agree. And like, as somebody who lives with their parents, like that's a something that I bring to the table day one, not Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to be weird, but because that impacts how we as a 
like how our relationship sometimes can move. And like, I remember talking to someone who was mad uncomfortable with me living with my parents. Like legit mm-hmm. was like, let's make plans for you to move out. And I was like, nigga, who got move out money? You broke. I'm confused. I make more than you. Let me stop. Let me stop. Because that may listen. I really don't care. But, you know, let me be nice. But, like, I was actually talking to somebody else and they live with their parents. And he was just like, my first qualifier is, like, letting people know, like, I live with my mama. And I was just like, me too. But, that, like, that. And I think it's interesting because, like, what is the definition of difficult? Because, like, Mm. for certain people, me living with my parents is difficult for them because like we don't have that space to like like have to ourselves in my home or like we're always having to go to your place so that limits like how we hang out or sometimes like because I have parents like I have a different way of looking about like being out late and those sorts of things because I have folks who worry about me like they don't make me pay rent, but they also want me to give them a call. Like, I don't pay for my cell phone, right. so they expect me to use those sorts of things. So those, like, it's not difficult to me, but I've gotten past mm-hmm. it. Like, it's not uncomfortable for me. Like, I actually love when a nigga's like, oh, I can't, you live with your parents? I'm like, ooh, pump your brakes, because <laughs> you don't pay rent <laughs> or cell phone, car note, gas in my tank. When was the last time you fed me? Sir, I'm confused because my parents do all of those things when I ask of them. So, oh, <laughs> no, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, no, I think that's I, I, really I was, important. Yeah, because I was going to say, because like, I think like on the flip side, because like I'm the person that I don't share too much with my family and my family has yeah. difficult situations. <laughs> so for me, even before getting with Sam, I had trust issues and in getting with him, I did not disclose, I don't believe at that time, like what was going on with my family. But as the relationship progressed and, you know, I figured he wasn't leaving. Yeah. Uh, I, start, oh. I started sharing. You know what I'm saying? But I started sharing, but I only shared, I think it was probably like a year in or something like that. And we had had a conversation and I did have like deep seated trust issues because of, yeah. you know, daddy issues and stuff like that. And he had brought up a top, well, he had stated to me, what have I ever done to cause you to not trust me? And, like, that left me speechless. I couldn't see anything because I'm like, this man truly hasn't done anything. My issues are just from, you know, just, like, you know, historical faith and, and my background. So then I felt comfortable sharing with him of, like, I mean, I'm only 45, 85% crazy because, <laughs> you, know, you, know, <laughs> uh, you know. Just a sprinkle that. of crazy. Oh, you know what Exactly. Just of that, which is why, you know, you may have to, like, pull me back every now and then. So I honestly think that, well, it depends on, like, you know, what the difficult situation is mm-hmm. to the definition of difficult, but that, that could be yep. something different for different people. Because I never thought somebody could accept me with such a, you know, deep-seated, troublesome family thing that happened. So, you know, just, just also understanding, like, what your boundaries are, what you're willing to share. Yep. And then at the right time, if you feel comfortable telling straight up, hey, yeah, I live with my parents. If you got a problem, let me know. I'm not let me know. So I can delete your yeah, number. Because, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> baby, I love extra space on my phone. I'm two gigabytes go, away go from go my phone freaking out. So, you know, I got to go watch Chowder. Like, I don't have time for this. I really, like, I really <laughs> Chowder don't. Chowder comes on at night. It's like, okay. <laughs> me and my mom watch Bull weekly. So, if you're going to waste my time, I could at least be paying attention. Okay. So. You, know, you know, and I'm not even like, that's like my biggest pet peeve. When you waste my time, when I could be at home watching Bob's Burger or Come on. Foolish. Like, bruh. 
the new you season just started. <laughs> let me know up front so you know up what front. I don't like to waste. My, because I and my gas. Let's clarify. Time and gas. Don't waste either one. Because if we waste the nose, we actually, we're going to have a problem. I have well, gas I'm okay with. Time is like a deep-seated issue for me. Because I be counting how many steps it takes from my couch to my door, from my door to my car. And then, like, I got to map this ish. So that's time right there. So for me, I'm like, bruh. Gas has been on my couch. Gas is important to me because it's time plus additional money. Because not only mm-hmm. did I have to spend money to pay for gas, but now I had to waste the time to drive to you. And like, mm. if, if anybody knows Maya, it's that she does not like driving anywhere past 10 minutes away. Okay. Mm. Part of the. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> was there anything in the article that you completely agreed with oh yes for me the moving in together so for me i completely agree with that and then this is just my personality um and no judgment to anybody else who does it but i do think that um because i think just told her again because again i'll boss the horse court all the time like do not give him wifely duties at at a girlfriend so for me moving in together that is me giving you wifely duties while being your girlfriend. And I'm not about to do all of that. So for me, the moving in together, I actually, I completely hands down. Even as I read the title, I didn't even read the description. I read the title. I was like, yep, I ain't doing that. <laughs> and and, and that's, just my, that's just my personality. I'm not doing that just because of that, you know, the statement that I made earlier. Now, you know, because I know me and Sam, have, we've had this conversation numerous times because he's the kind of like, I want us to move in before we get married so that we can mm-hmm. kind of fill each other out. And I'm just like, bruh, if you if want meant to be, one meant to be. Like, <laughs> I don't think you got to live with me to find that out. I could be wrong. I, I have, I've only, I, I've had roommates. Yeah. And I've lived by myself. I've never lived with a guy. So it could be completely different. But for me, I'm sitting here like, I, I don't, and, and I think it also has to do with a part of like, I don't want to lose me yeah. by being so uh, like enriched in you. And I feel like when you do that, when you move in so early, like early, early, you do get engulfed in this person's life and their day to day and, you know, what's going on. And I think you do tend to lose a piece of yourself, yeah. which for me is like a big thing of like, I still want to be me and still enjoy these liberties that I like and not feel like I'm just, you know, your friend focused on you. We live together. We eat together. We sleep together. We do all these things together. I'm watching your drugs. <laughs> Jesus. I, no, I, I'm doing all of these things at a wife requires while I'm still a girlfriend. No, I totally agree. Um ooh, it was this and the talk of engagement. Uh oh, both of those. Yeah. Both of those I was just like hands down. I don't want to talk about it honestly three years in, let alone <laughs> a whole a year. A year, I don't I probably didn't commit to remember your name. Honestly, I'm going to be real, real honest. I'm going to be very vulnerable with y'all. I have not saved <gasps> his number in my phone that. for like a year. Because like a year, we're still figuring each other out. I don't know you. Who are you? You are a ghost yeah. to me. Okay? Yeah. Like, I still have people's numbers in my phone not saved. And I'm so happy for Apple because it'd be like maybe this person. I'd be like, all right. Hey, and I got an Android, so my phone, my Android's like, girl, I hope you know, it may be a telemarketer, it may be that dude, I do not know this man, 
I did you not. Gotta, I did you not know. Get the I can see this man it. calling from uh-huh. up the street, and I wouldn't know his name. <laughs> like yeah. you should, you should get an Apple because there are numbers that I haven't seen, and I'm worth. I, I just don't say shit. I'm like, I don't know how long this gonna last. <laughs> so like, there are numbers in my phone. It says maybe colon this person, and I'm just like, I mean, you know, if sure. that's what you said, I'm gonna go with. That. But but I certainly certainly uh, and honestly past Maya has probably done these things. I think that's probably like the weird thing. I've probably talked about like, we're gonna get married. Probably even if it was past the year, probably way too soon for the relationships that I were in. My last boyfriend, he actually gave me the key to his home, like a couple Mm -hmm. of, like maybe like a month or two before, like within the relationship. And it was actually kind of weird to me. Cause I'm like, he was, uh, he gave me the key because I went to go get something and he wasn't going to be home. And so he was just like, here's the key. And I was like, okay, I can let myself in. So I get there, he gets there. We probably eating like snacks and pizzas. Cause we were both very, we love food. That's was our attractiveness to each other. <laughs> but uh, I was like, oh, here's your key. And he was just like, no, you can keep it. I was like, keep it? Sir, you don't know me. I may rob you. I may rob you. I may steal everything here. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm really surprised you didn't. Honestly, I just didn't want to charge. He... <laughs> My last boyfriend was white, and they would believe him over me. So I just didn't want to charge. <laughs> and that's the sad part. It's not even funny, but they would. <laughs> but then, like, later on, we were talking, and he was just like, are you interested in possibly moving in with me? I was like, sir. Again, I may rob you. I'm confused. And he said we had established a long enough relationship. But I think for me, it was just too early. And I think I told him. Hopefully, I was mature enough at that point. So I'm like, sir, this is way too soon to do that. But like, it was, you know, it's just too early to talk about those sorts of things. To talk about engagements. I knew way too many people from college who would date for a year and they'd be engaged like like Mm -hmm. at the end of the year. And now they're divorced. Like, oh, yeah. And my school was called, it was called Ring by Spring. It I was, remember you telling me It was a sport. Yeah. No, That's it, gross. It was a sport for real. Like, if you were not engaged by senior year spring semester, then something was wrong with you. But why? Like, I, I just don't, what's the rush? I just realized, like, at 27, how old am I? 27? 28? Mm-hmm. 27. One of them. I'm late in my 20s because I can't remember. But, like, I am just now figuring out things about myself that I can't imagine somebody living with me and <laughs> and having to figure that shit out with me. Like, girl, you may be a little bit crazy. Like, it may be a touch, a sprinkle of crazy on you. And, like, this is me talking to myself in the mirror, so clearly I am a little bit, you know, the sprinkle of crazy. <laughs> so I can't imagine having somebody in the bedroom hearing me saying those things. Look, I agree, because I just learned that I like adult yogurts. Like, I you have know, to leave that yo play alone. <laughs> you know, I just, <laughs> we just got to be able to eat dressings besides ranch. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah. Like, I just can't yeah. imagine being young or like a year into a relationship and thinking that you know that person well enough to be able to talk about like semi to very permanent things like getting married 
or moving in together. But I think that's part of this culture of like, we only want perfection and we want to like glorify that perfect moment versus like being able to be comfortable with like the real opportunities to grow and like this rush to like meet this, I don't know, like this expectation that love has to be quick and fast and in a hurry. Like, no, divorce rates, I think well over 50% in the United States. Mm. And they, I just can't imagine wanting to add on to that. Oh my gosh. No. Uh, no. The only other thing, the last thing I wanted to talk about was just mm-hmm. like, it said anything that qualifies as oversharing or dumping. And I just thought that was, I don't know. I think there, you have to know where to draw the line. Like you have to be emotionally mature enough to yeah. know where to draw the line. Right. But right. then it also is like, how do you know where that is? Mm-hmm. Because you as my friend come to me and say like, I've just had a really shitty day. And, like, I think it's a communication thing. I can either sit there and listen to you talk about what you describe as your shitty day, and I can, like, be annoyed the whole entire time. But if I don't speak up and say, like, yo, like, I get that you considered you had a shitty day, but, like, right now Mm -hmm. I just don't have the capacity to do that. I think that's a very centric thing about communicating. You have that right. particular thing you have to communicate because what's considered right. oversharing or dumping on one person may be um, it's different. It's different. And different. I think you, yeah. you have to say that's really about boundary setting. Like, hey, yeah. I just don't have the space to do it. So yeah. I agree. Anything else? No, no, that was a really, really good conversation. Yeah. I think we're definitely gonna hit on more you know, relationship topics, not just like personal relationships, but just like I said earlier, like just all over the spectrum. So yeah. um, I think this is going to be a very fun like discussion and series and, and yeah. we may learn, you know, new things from each other and all that good stuff. So uh, thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening to this uh, parking lot conversation. Yes. So just last thing. So I just wanted to incorporate because I'm trying to be a holistic, you know, granola eating girl and be all in my feelings, I wanted to end the podcast on just like lessons learned that we learned from the past two weeks that we've been, you know, out and about, out here trying to live that regular, regular life that we've been chasing after. So I wanted to know, like, have you learned any major lessons over the last two weeks? Well, this one, it wouldn't be a major lesson. I think it's a major reminder yeah. that like, I love my mama. <laughs> she, she came to visit me this past week and I like honestly because I, I don't go back home I don't come back here this often to visit so she came out here and like we honestly rocked it from Friday to Monday uh while she was here and I was like yo like I know as a kid I was probably like a little shit but like I love my mama this is a she's funny. she reminds me of myself and like she's fine for her age and you know all oh, things are true because like, I get to see her mom more often than she does. Probably, so I mean, you know, I'm like, nigga, you, you. I mean, I can't call her nigga old bitch, but like, <laughs> <laughs> so your mom is actually very funny. And every time I talk to Isn't her, she's she just, she's just like, she just does things that I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is very <laughs> Valerie, but also like, she is hilarious. Because yeah, I realized that, like, I really get my personality from her. And I didn't you do. realize that until on Saturday. I took her to, like, there's this place here in Arizona. Uh, it's kind of like a interactive art exhibit. So I took her, and one of the little spaces that they had was a virtual reality thing 
where you're kind of watching a dance party and like you can either stand up or sit down and you can dance with it. So mm-hmm. as soon as we get in there, she started dancing. And I'm like, mama, don't embarrass me. And then sit down. And they put the VR thing and I'm dancing. All over there, like, oh, yeah. And then I took the thing off and then she just looked at me and I'm looking at her. I was like, will you dance? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, I love my mother. Like, she, she like, she, I, she's like really dope, really fun, really strong woman. And it was a good reminder this this weekend cause I, since I got to hang out with her. And I was just like, you like, you know, you you real cool. You I, I can fuck with you. you know, okay. <laughs> I love your mom too. So like that's uh, that seems very on par. Your mom's actually a pretty cool lady. Um, what about? No wait, sorry, cause she she did say. You real comfortable around her. <laughs> I was what? You real comfortable around her? I, I am. You saw her, the, you saw her like around the. No, it's it's a good thing. Well, cause I like mama. She like your daughter. But like, I think you even <laughs> saw true. her on campus, and either you got off the elevator or something, and then you were just like, I just talked to your daughter. <laughs> and my oh yeah. Like, <laughs> I just like I got off the elevator and I saw you. I was just like, I just talked to your daughter, and she was like, yeah. really. <laughs> Cause she told me that and she was like laughing when she said it. I was just like, yep, I do the same with her mom. I'd be like, hey, Regina. Yep. <laughs> Cause I was like, you ain't gonna beat us, and you've no. known us, and you can't. Too. So like, yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't call, a bad I can thing. call the police now. This is. Oh yeah. Good. Oh yeah. It, it wasn't <laughs> a bad thing. She had just said she was like Maya is real familiar, and I was like, what she do? So I, I just talked to your daughter. Just in case I gotta run away from this house, I know where your mama lives. Like that's fine. Hey, look, you do. It's, <laughs> it's a second home. You need a key. I got you. <laughs> um, what about you? What about you? I think learned? these last two weeks, my lessons learned has been uh, I am probably smarter and gooder. That's not a word I'm using. <laughs> than I actually give myself credit for. Starting this new job, I was actually really kind of nervous just because for the last three years I had been doing the same thing and so you get comfortable when you're doing those sorts of things but starting this new job I was just like I'm gonna go in I'm gonna kill it no matter what and however that defines it and I'm just gonna like I'm not gonna hold back I'm not gonna be shy or scared or all those things that stop me from growing in certain other spaces uh so I'm gonna just do that. So like ever since then, I literally have hit the ground running in my new job, and it's just mm-hmm. like every single day, I just am constantly reminding myself like I'm like that bitch. Like you know, I'm really somebody who people need to be ready for because I'm out here, I'm getting checks, you know, paychecks and great checks and all those things. <laughs> Whatever Rihanna said, I don't know. <laughs> But, like, I definitely want to remind myself of that more often. And then I try, when I remind myself that, I try to remind other people around me that they can be just as confident in that space, too, in that way, too. Because I think a lot of times we like to downplay, like, our abilities and the things that matter to us out of fear that if we're, like, fully confident in that, we are going to come off, like, jackasses or not you know people are gonna look down on us for being confident and especially as black girls as black women as black folks I think it's so important that we are comfortable with being confident like fuck everybody like you get out there you kill it and you embarrass people if they're not willing to kill it 
for themselves. So that's my biggest lesson in that I really, really, really love mug cakes. Mug cakes. They're the greatest invention in the world. I'm trying to find a recipe that you can make yourself so then I can be cheap and just buy, like, you know, all the ingredients and make them whenever. So if you have one, send it my way. And like going back to that thing I said earlier, you know, if you got some disposable okay. income, I am. All right, now. I look. Okay. <laughs> Valerie doesn't want me to be great. No. no. <laughs> but thank you. If you made it to the end of this, go and like our most recent post on our Instagram and follow us while you're there. So put hearts and, oh, what emoji should they put? iOS just dropped like a bunch of like cool emojis. They do some gender neutral emojis, like 400 emojis. Yeah. Yeah. So go and drop one of them cute new emojis. If you're an Android user, just drop your most recent emoji in our Instagram post. Again, that's regular, regular podcast, all one word. You got to spell it out completely currently until y'all, you know, get us up in likes and statuses and all those sorts of things. And then if you have questions or have feedback that you want to give us, kind feedback, you know, not assholey feedback, uh, please send us an email at the regular, regular pod at gmail.com. And we love you guys so much. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, be safe and give yourself a hug every day. Yeah. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.